0: This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works.
1: Come and see, we're all still the invasion sequence.
2: <laughs> One. and back with those
3: laser beams greetings earthlings we're back we're back this is warehouse 11 it's thursday and we're live on um, ef radio or you can listen to us anytime
4: on any of the major podcast carriers wherever you get your podcasts warehouse 11.com is a
3: link to all those what do we do here, Kent? Uh, Who we play,
4: are we? We play house and techno music and a little bit of other features and fun banter along
3: the way. Quips. Quips. Quips, if you will. Interactive segments. Indeed. There's a coloring book coming soon. So we've got an artist that we
4: feature every week. That is coming up. We'll share some festivals, slash just music world news. We've got a throwback track, some other good stuff for you. So going to be a
3: full show. Buckle in.
4: All in the program. We're going to get started with an artist called Joyride. This track is called Give My Love on Warehouse 11. Disco machine. It's called Body Funk. Keeping in line with our current disco fling we have going on here. I on the to program. say uh,
3: we're really carrying over crossover episode.
4: So I knew I had seen Purple Disco Machine somewhere uh, in in the news, and it was because he did a show in Vegas last night. Oh, first a Commonwealth, and then I was trying to see if he was doing any other U.S. Fest this summer. Turns out, not really. He's got a San Diego show this weekend, San Fran as well, and then pretty much just Germany after that. <laughs> so, or, Well, Europe, I should say. So there's Germany and uh, s- several Ibiza dates. But anyway, fun stuff. PurpleDiscoMachine.com. I'm not sure if
3: I've heard that before.
4: Yeah. But
3: well, I dig it. It, was, it had a bit of like a military march. True. One, true. two. One, yeah.
4: two, one, two. Yeah. Well, speaking of military, this next track is from Pleasure Craft. It's called American Hustle.
3: Bring it. Warehouse 11.
4: And a track called Feelings.
3: Feelings? In yeah, my feelings. We have many of those. We have so many feelings, you guys. Clayton's got a, a new find for you. Yeah, this is a fresh find from an artist that we know and love named Botneck. It's called Future of the Underground. And I actually discovered it on recording last week's show. We were in the middle of it. I was like, oh my god, we should play this. Perfect. But we did. So here we are Botneck, Future of the Underground, warehouse 11.
4: are flowing with the drum complex a songs called mercy mercy and i guess lord have mercy. I feel a little bit through the duration of that track <laughs> uh, this next one's from a group or artist called wolf story and this track a little more uplifting it's called we party people with warehouse 11 Wax Digger '88. I don't know what the '88. Wax Digger '88, huh? '88, like apostrophe. So great. Take that for what it's worth. It's from an album called Moda Black. <laughs> Warehouse Eleven.
3: <laughs> Only the freshest finds for you fine folks out there. Indeed. Today, not today. We now get to the point of the show where we talk about an artist. This is the artist highlight. We do one every week. Um, We dive in, talk about their history, talk about their influence, and then play three of their songs. And this week, we got a very, very important uh, man in the house industry, born in July 7th of 1971. His name is Barclay McBride Crenshaw, but you probably know him better as Claude Von Stroke. Ah, yes. Straight from Detroit. Uh, Grew up in Ohio, moved to Detroit. And that's kind of where he got some influence. Had his own radio show in high school, even. Mm. Um, later, he moved on to Los Angeles. He worked on mover, numerous movie productions as a location scout and a production assistant, including in 2002, he was on a documentary called Intellect Techno House Progressive. Mm. Uh, he interviewed more than 51 on DJs. And he actually didn't get pr- like started proper into music until early 2000s, or really 2005 was his first release. Um, But he met up with the Martin Brothers and in January 2005 formed Dirty Bird Records with co-founder Justin Martin. Funny story, though, and I didn't know this at all about uh, Dirty Bird Records. Uh, His wife, Andi, funded the original start of the Dirty Bird label under a holding company called Crenshaw Creative. And Andi is the chief operating officer and chief marketing officer, and she gave him one year to make the record work or she was she was not having pulling it all pulling of it all pulling all the funding. So, mm. uh, luckily the the label obviously survived yeah. and is one of the largest independent labels in not only dance music, but I think ever. Like they like there's so much going on at any time whether you're talking about Dirty Bird camp out, one of the numerous takeovers they're doing at festivals, mm-hmm. just they I think Dirty Bird is just synonymous with Dance music and independent uh, yeah. labels everywhere. So, um, Claude Von Stroke, awesome dude. He's got a show on YouTube called the uh, What which, is it? Which I thought was super aggressive when they first announced yeah. this was happening. It's called the Stroke Show. N- naturally, it's obviously, yeah. um, and it's you can binge all of season one on YouTube right now. Season two's coming, and I saw it's just a little bit of a clip. I saw like just a little bit. Uh, tonight for the first time, and it looks wild as hell. I'm sure. Um, honestly, from what I saw, if you've ever seen Eric Andre's show on Adult Swim, it's just like, I don't know, trippy, weird interviews. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, he's like Eric Andre, he'll interview somebody and just torture him the whole time. Like, they don't know what they're getting into. Claude is not that mean, but the bits of, like, the editing is super just like out of nowhere and like they have really weird bits that they go on to so Stroke Show on YouTube you can watch that and obviously he has uh, the Birdhouse podcast which is going on uh, the most recent episode was episode number 187 so he's getting up there um, and again I mean I, I, I think everything Birdhouse uh, Dirty Bird related. It, I mean, it's just stellar stuff. Well,
4: Dirty Bird's just picked up an in- incredible following of folks all around the country, especially on the West Coast. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went to Dirty Bird Camp out for the first time this past October and was just kind of shocked at the, I don't know, the raving fans that were there. Yeah. I mean, it's just people who are, they are, they live and breathe Dirty Bird, which is Um, Impressive, because I feel like you can go to uh, a a lot of people and they and they would have never heard it. Never, (laughs)
3: never heard of it at all. But there's just that that raving group that he's managed to build up, and it's it's niche markets. So so impressive. So that's our artist of the week. We're gonna play some of his tracks. The first one is called Deep Throat, and according to everything I've read, this is the first track he actually put out as Claude Von Stroke. So let's give that a listen, and we'll move on to something in the middle that's a little more poppy and then his latest release. This is Warehouse 11. Decided. Uh, yeah, it's actually a little bit later in his, okay, let, me, let me just scroll w- Within, real within real
4: the last couple of years. Yeah, either 2015. Way. Oh,
3: 2015. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, this one is his brand new, latest track came out uh, early April, April 5th, a little collaboration here with Eddie M. It's called Getting Hot. And if you watch the video, again, it's in that weird, like, adult swim, trippy style. Give it a watch. This is Warehouse 11.
4: the latest from Claude Von Stroke.
3: It's getting hot. And little, as we pointed out uh in the break to each other, shorter song. Yeah. The first one he put out was seven minutes and that one was three. But, you know, no. you get those poppy tunes and you yeah, later on. Yeah,
4: you're trying to get the radio play.
3: Of course. Of course. One thing I've always appreciated about Claude is the simplicity of his songs. I mean, they're very, you know, not to a fault, I, I don't think, but they're sure. just like, it's just a beat. There's some vocals, and usually that's what you get, and I, I love that. It's just a did, very, it's a back to basics approach. I think.
4: Did we figure out where the name comes from, Claude, Claude. Von Stroke? Was it just you know, a lot of people will never really tell you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I let me let me give it a quick. But search. I, mean, his, but I well, it's just
4: interesting because his name is Barclay Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. As to start, and like that's such a, I don't know, I feel like catchy, unique name that he could have just ran with that but decided to break Claude Von Stroke. So I I just didn't know if there was maybe some other significance there. But either way, he performs as Barclay uh, at festivals a lot of times.
3: and, And it's a totally different... I was going to say, do you remember exactly kind of what that set looks like? I mean, it's, as much, as more, as
4: it's much more like hip hop mm. influenced for sure. Very fun. Uh, but I only saw the very beginning of it at Electric Forest a couple, uh, two years ago, maybe yeah. at um, the observatory late night. Um, um, but yeah, very different, a darker feel, I guess I
3: could say. To that, so, yeah,
4: yeah, it doesn't really matter. I was just curious if yeah, I, a quick search.
3: I, I mean, he doesn't seem to talk about it. There's an interview with Billboard I'm reading, and he's they're talking more about like what will Dirty Bird look like a year from now? What's something people might not know about the Dirty Bird brand? And mm. one thing you might not know about the Dirty Bird brand: our art is cool. Every year, he picks an artist to design their art for that year. Uh, so, uh. look at the arts. So, like, the album artwork? Yeah, like, uh, it just says, I pick an undiscovered artist and have them do all of our release art for the entire year um, across all artists that they are signed with, or that are signed with them. So, very cool. Interesting. There we go. Claude Von Stroke, Artist of the Week here on Warehouse 11. What do we got coming up next? So, this this is a new
4: find. This is from an artist called Merck and Cremont. And it's got just a just a fun name to it. It's called Gucci, Fendi, Prada, Warehouse Eleven. (laughs)
5: Luis (laughs) we Vitorn balance, out of itchy friendly brother. Luis <laughs> Vitorn brother live from balanced up balanced 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 we
4: Staffras, I guess something I, like I it. I have no idea. It's another fun thing we like to do on the show is mispronounce every artist's name. All of them we come across.
3: Every single, even one. even when we
4: think we know the proper way, someone else says it and we realize, oh crap! So we had the dumbest
3: it. thing about this industry
4: all wrong all along. Okay, so coming in hot, this next track from. Jaded and black caviar, it's called slippin' warehouse. A
6: buck and no soda, six AM doing yoga, and the birds i be flippin'. No, you won't catch me slippin'. If you see me manana, I'll be chill like Obama, but I'm winnin' like Pippin'. No, you won't catch me slippin'.
7: No you won't catch me slipping 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 No you won't catch me slipping
6: No you won't catch me slipping You want
3: it all, and I got it all
6: Oh, I know You want it all, and I got it all
1: I've got it. to to
4: Sign dollar sign. Of course, just very. Is that Kesha? uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, That always throws me off uh, when I'm doing web related stuff because you can't really use that. uh, Yeah, most like web based things are going to replace dollar signs with dashes, so you're Mm. just going to end up with bow uh, something that's really. Bo
3: Dasha. Yeah,
4: exactly. Anyway, total side note there. But we would like to talk about a little bit of music news that is happening all around the world, but mostly that relate back to house and techno music like everything Always. else in our
3: lives. Always, Because all we care about is house music. All you care about is house music. And we're still in lineup mode. Like there are still lineups for festivals coming out left, left and right.
4: Yeah. And now we're looking at stuff that's dropping in 2020. Yeah.
3: Yeah. For the,
4: this may be the first event for 2020 that we're talking about, mm-hmm. and it's Holy Ship, and it's Holy Ship wrecked now. So The boat
3: is no longer.
4: Making landfall in Punta Cana, so instead of a cruise-based experience, that has ended. So Holy Ship is, is highly sought after, and I think it, the demand for this is going to be outrageous, frankly. Yeah. Pre-book starts tomorrow... And then they believe the lineup and full details will come out in June. And at that point, you can actually book a room. But given the amount of loyalty this event has, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, like a ranking system for who gets to book rooms first. So if you've been there, I think, for seven years or something like that, then you get first dibs and then, you know, it just kind of breaks down into tiers and then to the, you know, people who've never been before get a chance to book last. Um, But they bought out the entire... Hard Rock Resort in Punta Cana, which apparently has almost 3,000 rooms. It's a big place. Which is hard to fathom, frankly. But unlike some other festivals like uh, Sundara and uh, Deja Vum and some others that were held recently in Mexico, which didn't buy out the whole resort, there were other kind of random guests there as well, this is different. So they've bought out the entire place. So, I don't know. I... Sundara, for me, for a number of reasons, was, as I have mentioned before in this program, was probably one of the best experiences of my life. But I just think the all inclusive resort experience married with a music festival is impossible to
3: beat. That, I mean, that's it, that you've, that's the peak. I mean, right? so
4: for instance, we're, you, know, you walk into the main stage and they're just waiting to hand you drinks yep. and food, and that's all weekend long, 24-7, nonstop. You just don't even have to consider that. Pool parties during the day. Acoustic sets in the morning.
3: Not to mention the location. Yeah. That you're in. Like yeah. You're on, you're a, on beach. a beach. Yeah.
4: So, I just uh, pre books, like we said, start tomorrow, May 3rd. And
3: when is the actual show?
4: Uh, January, and end it's of like January. January 22nd through the 25th. Yeah. I may have those dates a little off, but uh, those are. The kind of around the traditional dates for Holy Ship, and they were doing two cruises mm-hmm. in past years, but now those are those are done. It's all landfall, so uh, now would be the time to hop into that experience if you've been wanting to. January
3: twenty second to the ah, twenty sixth. I was close, very close.
4: But. Punta Cana is beautiful and the Hard Rock Resort is amazing. It's a perfect match, I think, for uh, an event like that. So, can't wait. We have no idea what the lineup is, but it's usually very diverse. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's usually very diverse. There's a little bit of everything. And I think the nice thing about Holy Ship from people uh, that have gone have always talked about that the artists are on the ship with you. So, like, you're not going to, like, you have so much interaction with them. And I think the resort experience. Will be relatively similar because they're. I mean, everybody's everybody's there, all together. So that's the the cool aspect of that. Okay, uh, another festival that announced some details this week: Breakaway Fest, which has a couple locations, but some of the. Uh, it, where are they? Tennessee, North Carolina, yeah, Ohio, Michigan. Um,
3: I think the one that we're focusing in on, particularly, okay. is in Nashville. Nashville Tennessee
4: yeah and just skimming through the lineup I saw of course our boys Fisher
3: Fisher and Chris Lake playing uh Friday and Saturday respectively Shallow pretty sure that's a dancey yeah housey group Chet Porter's
4: on there uh A.C. Slater Chris Cascade um Wax Motif
3: yeah. And these are, I mean, this is throughout the year. So you have Ohio, August 23rd and 24th, Michigan's also 23rd and 24th, and Grand Rapids, uh, North Carolina, October 4th and 5th, and then Tennessee, October 11th and 12th. Yeah, so it kind of jumps around a little bit there. Yeah.
4: But uh, yeah, so that's from Prime Social Group. They've got that going on, and ACL announced their lineup this week, which we care nothing about.
3: It's very disappointing. Uh, I've never been to Austin City Limits. I actually really wanted to go last year, and it just didn't work out schedule-wise. But uh, I was looking forward to this lineup this year, and it came out. I'm looking at it
4: again, and I I mean, the closest we have to anything dancey is Grizz and Arl Grime. mm -hmm. I'm not seeing really
3: any other, I don't know. Yeah, I mean your headliners are Guns N' Roses, Mumford and Sons, Childish Gambino, The Cure, Cardi B, Billie Eilish, Tame Impala, and Robin. Yeah, and then past right. that, even like the the small print artists, that they just don't they don't excite me the way I hope they would. So, yeah, indeed, indeed. Sad. Uh,
4: one thing we forgot to talk about earlier with Claude Von Stroke's artist spotlight is that they do Dirty Bird Barbecue events. So these are pop up right. events that happen in multiple cities throughout the country during the summertime and it, it actually includes barbecues so they have... Um You know, like they bring in some of these top chefs that do this. Also at at, um, the camping festival, they have this as well. But they just announced uh, Great Revival Bingo is going to be... I'm sorry, Great Bingo Revival. There we go. Transpose that. Um, And a bunch of other games that are happening. So they announced a bunch of details. It's called the Sizzle Stage, aptly named. Uh, And then one other interesting news piece I saw pop up this week is from Las Vegas that Hakkasan is unveiling a new... Centerpiece.
3: New state of the art light piece. Yeah,
4: called the Hakusan Grid. And kind of like uh, Tron's
3: Grid. Very Tron like. In some ways. But they're dropping it just in time for EDC week. week. Yeah, so two so weeks we'll from there. now,
4: Illinium's show on Wednesday night will be the first. Time they actually unveil that, uh, so two weeks from yesterday, uh, so yeah, that'll be cool. You can check out photos of that online, and it's a 30 foot piece, and it'll be able to move physically, move and then also and also fuck you up on a spiritual (laughs) level, yeah. So it should be great. Okay, let's hop back into the music. This is uh, Yeji, yeah, we're back to the back to that. The track's called Rain Girl on Warehouse 11.
10: Step down.
4: it's format b called the scoop in
3: warehouse 11 i dig those steel drums those are nice
4: yeah that is nice uh, so this next segment is called back of the house and we play a throwback track from usually the nineties and David Morales is bringing us this one tonight. And I don't know if that rings a bell for you, Clayton not, at, not all. at all. So, so David uh, started DJing at club Zanzibar in New Jersey in the eighties, but what he's best known for is remixing all these huge pop tracks in the 90s and so I I remember like buying CD singles Mm -hmm. and seeing remixes and it would be the like David Morales remix of all these different tracks. In fact, it was actually he won Remixer of the Year uh, the Grammy Award in 1998. Um, But some of the artists he did official remixes for like Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Clapton Seal, Pet Shop Boys, U2, Donna Summer, Whitney Houston. It's no joke. Everybody and it was just kind of like this idea of if there was a remix on the album at all at least one of them was going to be by David and this track is called Needin' You and I listened to the very beginning of it and it just screams 90's dance
3: bring it to me
4: which also reminded me that I have on CD Ultimate Dance Mix 1997 and 1998 which I should probably <laughs> dig out somewhere
3: that would be and amazing play some of
4: the tracks they're, they're much more like jock jams-ish,
3: yeah, well, I, that's you know, fine.
4: like pump up the jam, that kind of stuff, but super fun throwback. Anyway, for Back of the House this week, this is David Morales. It's called Needin' You on Warehouse 11.
3: Has got to be a record (laughs) for the shortest techno song we've played ever.
4: With with a pretty significant build.
3: (laughs) Like half the song is the build up. I love that. Man. It's incredible. What was it? What's that that track called? Okay.
4: It's really tough to say, but hard gone is the track and the artist is, I believe, Rainier Zonneveld.
3: Well, at any rate. You can see the full track list of all the episodes of every artist that we play on the show on our uh, every each episode page. Yeah, on uh, is it on all of them. On Pretty Spotify much, and-
4: Spotify. I don't know if it shows the full know, say, description, but uh,
3: Apple Podcasts for
4: sure does. And uh, I think some of the others do as well. But yeah, the full track list
3: is in on the podcast. if you're like, hey, I don't know what the hell you two are talking about. That's not the artist. You can look it up and read it yourself and give it a whirl.
4: Yeah, yeah, probably necessary since this is a
3: major... point of contention yeah it really is go ahead and, how about this read the artist's name as you would and send it to us yeah, yeah. warehouse11.com on twitter as well that would be um, most helpful <laughs> before that
4: we played a track from David Morales and uh, it turns out he's re- he's remixed over 500 tracks that have been officially released um, which is just incredible. But even more so, he used to own a nightclub called Stereo in Montreal. And according to Wikipedia, as a resident DJ there, he played many 16-hour sets.
3: That's uh, just silly. Uh, which,
4: like that is... which happened monthly for nine years. No. So, you know, Get just sort just a, a, just of a full day
3: of DJing. Like how does that even work I was about like I was gonna say maybe so let's assume they play until I don't know 5am
4: I guess I see people do these you know open to close 12 hour sets occasionally or sure. but gosh that's gotta be exhausting no thanks you can like
3: stop until I get take tired at the end of a two hour radio uh-huh, program right
4: I have to go to bed now I gotta go
3: to bed I'm tired I'm tired yeah exactly like, okay
4: funny. so that's all that that's all we need to say about that techno track and
3: David Morales for now
4: we just got a couple more songs for you this one this uh, one blew
3: up for a moment yeah but it's it been a while so this is dance by Noizu. it's warehouse 11
4: you and dance warehouse 11 and we have time for just one more track it's one more song uh, one of our current favorite artists which we say a lot but this is Mason Maynard and hey if you're feeling down this week struggling with something you can just make this your mantra it's called I got this
3: I got this baby I'm Kent I'm Clayton and, and this we is warehouse 11. 11 we'll see you next week.